0: At American Public University, we believe higher education is not one-size-fits-all. That's why we offer 200 modern programs that build on your knowledge and fit your schedule. Because we believe universities should
1: adapt to the needs of students, not the other way around. American Public University. Within reach, without limits. Online classes start every
0: month. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com.
1: demonstrate the value of your sermon. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hettingen. And hey, do you have a desire to deepen your understanding of preaching? Well, if so, Gordon-Conwell Seminary has a THM degree in preaching that's headed up by our own Dr. Scott Gibson. It offers continuing instruction on homiletics for those that hold an MDiv degree. Check out our website for more details at gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. And now for this week's Preaching Points podcast, we listen as doctors Haddon Robinson and Scott Gibson discuss how we can show our listeners the
2: relevance and the value of our sermon. What do you think of this statement, Haddon? Demonstrate the value of your sermon. That is, when you're preaching, how do you show your listeners the value
0: of your Your sermon. I take it that by value, you mean the relevance of this sermon to some issue in their lives. Sometimes you can't help but do it. When uh, 9-11 took place and those buildings in New York were smashed into by airplanes, everybody was thinking about that. If you even begin by saying we all looked at television this week, and saw what we thought we would never see, planes crashing into great buildings in New York and hundreds of people killed. What do you do with that? If God is in control, and we believe he is, how do you handle the fact that planes were able to smash into two of our great buildings? You start with that, where people are, they listen. They listen because this is their question. If you can frame it in the words that they would have, it makes for a very powerful sermon. And so you're
2: able then to demonstrate to them the relevance of
0: what happens in uh, their lives as it intersects with God's word. And that's the second thing you have to do. I mean, obviously there's no passage in the Bible that talks to you about 9-11 and what happened in New York. But to say what is bothering us, if I can give you my questions, what's bothering us is we believe that God has blessed America. And now we wonder what that means if the enemy has gotten in severe blow. Is there ever been a time when the righteous, or people who thought they were righteous, were attacked by an enemy? They weren't the best people, but they were better than the enemy. What did they do? And there was a prophet that speaks to that. He's speaking to something that happened thousands of years ago. But he could be speaking to us today. His name is Habakkuk. And he's a prophet who's got a small book in the Old Testament. Now what I've done is told him, I want to talk to you about this question. I'm not going to leave it. You know, it's easy to bring that up in the introduction. I'm not going to leave it. But I'm going to take this uh, prophecy of Habakkuk And I'm going to use that to help us sort through what we may be feeling or what Habakkuk may have felt centuries ago. So what we're doing is connecting. And the more you can use concrete examples, the more you can state it in the words that a person in the pew would use. In fact, if you outline the sermon in the major assertions, the major points, the major moves, are stated in terms of your audience, not in terms of the text, but you're talking to these people in front of you about them from the text, not about the text. You'll cover the same kind of material, but you'll cover it in a different way, and in a way that seems more relevant and interesting to the folks who listen.
2: Well, and it forces you, when you state the major points or moves in today's language, It forces you to make the connection. That is, to think about the truth of the text with your people in mind. Rather than simply giving an overview of what the text does exegetically, you do it now in a way that puts the truth of the text into today's language and people. And
0: it depends a lot on what you think preaching is. I think the purpose of preaching is to change lives. The purpose of preaching is not merely to teach people the Bible, as important as that is. It's to change lives. And so the question is, what kind of change would I think of if my sermon landed and made the impact that I think it should make? And so when we're preaching, we want to think about this
2: important matter, saying that this connection of the text makes a tremendous impact on our listeners, especially as we're able to provide examples in everyday life. So what we're saying is this, demonstrate the value of your sermon. That was
1: Drs. Haddon Robinson and Scott Gibson. And thank you for listening to the Preaching Points podcast. Every week we try to offer brief reflections on preaching that point you toward preaching excellence. And are you a pastor in the greater Boston area that's looking for someone to preach when you're gone on a Sunday? We're pleased to announce Pulpit Supply, a new resource from the Haddon W. Robinson Center for Preaching. It's designed to help you fill your need with someone who understands biblical preaching. Check out this new service called Pulpit Supply, on the Center for Preaching website, gordonconwell.edu slash preaching, gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. All right, well, I'm Brian Hettinger. Hope to have you back here again next week for another Preaching Point. Annie had an earache on a Saturday of all days. So her mom brought her to MinuteClinic at CVS, where you can see a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials like pain relief products, all in one visit. Even on evenings and weekends. You can even see us online with telehealth options. For quality, affordable care on your schedule, visit MinuteClinic at CVS. That's healthier made easier. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details.
2: It's the Big Cereal Sale, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Hy-Vee. Get cereal for just $1.49. Stock up on General Mills cereal, like Honey Nut Cheerios, Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs, Cocoa Puffs, and Trix, just $1.49. That's right, just $1.49 at Hy-Vee. And Kellogg's cereal, like Frosted Flakes, Mini Wheats, Raisin Bran, and Rice Krispies, just $1.49. Don't miss the Big Cereal Sale, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, only at Hy-Vee. Summer restrictions apply.